0: Highly processed, and they added protein to it somehow. But it's not that much more than a regular bagel, because a regular bagel has 10 grams. This one has 11. That's 10%
1: more protein, Chase. That's a lot more protein. Be sure to keep the microphone directly on your mouth as you're sipping that water. Try it again. There you go. (laughs) There you go. And then make sure that instead of putting the glass down on the the soft. soft coaster so that it makes no sound, you slam it down onto the table professionals we want full transparency doing professional things here um all right so uh we're doing something new here doing something different we're doing something really radical we're changing the world one i don't know podcast at a time Mm -hmm. uh precisely this is armin hammer uh i do a lot of things you probably know me i don't give a shit about anything That's not true. I care about a lot of things, actually. Uh, (laughs) um,
0: Mission statement outlined right there. Yeah, Uh,
1: that voice is Chase Long. What up, handsome Chase? If you didn't know, Chase and I used to work together at Flow Elite, and uh, that's not a thing anymore. So (laughs) now, uh, Chase and I we have a really good rapport. And we want to continue speaking to each other about things. <laughs> so we're contractually obligated with one another to continue talking. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to keep fucking talking to each other. And it's going to look something like this. So this, what you're listening to right now, is, I don't know
0: what we're going to call it. Well, but first of all, we need a soundboard. We don't have a soundboard, so I don't have like a button I can slam every time I feel like we need to add emphasis to something. You know what? That's
1: in the that's in the works. We're gonna we're gonna pretend like we know where that is and we're gonna try and make it. You want like a slide whistle like pew
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So <laughs> uh this podcast this podcast is about music. And um you guys may not know this, but Chase knows a lot about music specifically rap but most music in general he knows a lot about but he knows a
0: fuck ton about rap yeah just so much pointless information floating around in my head it's awesome it's like Matt Fraser flashes of Matt Fraser doing thrusters and then it's like Lil Uzi doing a shoulder roll next to it
1: it's Matt Fraser doing thrusters but his face is Kanye's face and the barbell is actually (coughs) a giant microphone trademark that idea (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so so that's what we're going to do. We're going to be we're going to be talking about music. And the format of the show is obviously going to be up in the air for a little bit because while Chase and I have had a lot of conversations about music, we've never recorded one, so we don't really know exactly what people are going to want to listen to or not want to listen to. So bear with us as we figure that out. Today, what we're doing here is talking about Kanye West's new album, Yay. Yo. The fact of the matter is um, the people who know me, the people who know you, a lot of them are CrossFitters. A lot of them are weightlifters, fitnessers in general. And the um, thing is, you know, uh, CrossFitters, like you and me, we listen to a lot of music while working out. And uh, a very popular genre of music while exercising is rap. Yes. And a very popular rap artist is Kanye West. For sure. And Kanye just came out with, uh, with a new album called Yay. It's seven tracks long. And... The i guess we're not here to answer whether that album is going to be good for uh working out. We want to look at it at a much
0: broader world. We actually want to deep dive. Yeah yeah it would be good for like uh just private workouts. Like you know, just you in your garage. Yeah. I don't know if I want to listen to a bunch of I feel I would feel comfortable with, you know, people at my gym with it, but I wouldn't want to walk into a gym as a newbie and like just hear the opening lines to yeah
1: you, you probably don't want to you probably don't want to think of time about how it's talking about killing himself and killing i'm assuming talking about kim
0: yo that's a that's a very like that's definitely something we should jump on right about. all
1: right so let's just let's just get started if you haven't listened to the album it's fucking everywhere it's it's on apple music it's on spotify uh it's it's everywhere as as a, a real rap fan would say i guess so let's <laughs> let's pick it up my text
0: this morning <laughs> we're gonna take a, yeah
1: we're gonna take a look at this uh we're gonna take a look at this thing uh track by track we'll see we'll see what we think so track number one first track of the album it opens up and it sounds a little something like this
2: today i thought about killing you premeditated murder i think about killing myself and i, I love myself way more than i love you the most beautiful thoughts are always besides the darkest. I think this is the part where I'm supposed to say something good to compensate it so it doesn't come off... ...bad. <laughs> but sometimes I think really bad things. Really, really... ...really bad things. And I love myself way more than I love you. See, if I was trying to relate it to more people, I'd probably say I'm struggling with loving myself because that seems like a common theme. But that's not the case here. I love myself way more than I love you. And I think about killing myself. So best believe I thought about killing you today. Premeditated murder. I called up my loved ones, I called up my cousins, I called up the Muslims, said I'm about to go dumb. Get so bright it's no sun. Get so loud I hear none. Scream so loud, got no lungs, hurt so bad I go numb. Time to bring in the drums.
1: Tell me about it, Chase. Tell me about the first track in
0: this. Yeah, album. so that, that first track's called I Thought About Killing You. Um, and it's a it's definitely a way different tone. Than than what we've seen, on like something like the life of Pablo or Jesus. Like Jesus and the life of Pablo were like angry and dark, but this one's like super dark and like suicidal tendencies. So it felt more like uh, like a kid Cudi vibe type of deal, or like uh, maybe some of the weekend. Interesting, but uh, in it, Kanye is very like very you know like one of his first lines is like I thought about killing myself and I love you. I mean, I love me way more than I love you, um, and at first, like the first listen through, while I was watching the live stream last night, I was like, "Yo, is he is he talking about Kim?" Because that's mad awkward because he's right beside Kim right now, right? Um, but upon maybe my my second listen or third listen this morning, I was like, "Yo, I think he's he's like addressing the bipolarness in this first track," and I don't think he's talking about Kim. I think he's talking about Yay. So I think. This whole album's like the argument between Kanye and Ye. Interesting. So Kanye's like the the guy that's like trying to do what's right and do the do the thing and play by the rules and not like fuck his money up. Whereas Ye is like, I gotta speak my mind. I gotta be a free thinker and go against the grain and do what I think's right.
1: That's interesting because one of the one of the overarching themes I felt of the entire album was this idea of. Well, I mean, the whole bipolar thing is a big part of what he does. Like, this album, I feel like the the cover itself, right, is just the pictures of the mountains and says, I I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I guess mental health is a huge part of this album. For sure. And I think it's a really interesting observation that 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 theme of Kanye versus Kanye is is really common um, in the album itself. But the the fact of the matter is like um this song it it feels like he's not talking to someone else it feels like he's talking to himself in a way like he's talking about either that persona of you know Kanye West the person versus Kanye West the persona or yeah. you know he could be talking to a lot of different things he could be talking to um, you know his career almost or he could be talking to his fan base. he could be talking to yeah. you know his work right the, I think I think there's there's a lot of different ways to look at it and I think framing it in that Kanye versus yay is is a really interesting way, especially going forward with re- with the rest of the songs in the album. So go t- tell, tell us more about what you thought about that that first track.
0: Yeah, so it it starts with that that spoken word uh, intro where he's just kind of repeating the same couple lines over and over. And it and it almost drags on a little bit too long to the point where you're like, yo, is this all he's going to do with this like dope beat? And like, when's this like? I I kind of had the feeling as I was listening to it live, I was like, yo, is this going to drop at some point? Like, is there going to be like some drums kick in at some point? Or and it and it just went on and went on. So around the three minute mark is when you finally get like a beat switch up, and it just changes completely. And he's like kind of spitting bars, and you're like, oh okay, okay, I see. Like he isn't just going to like. Say the same thing over and over, and he's going to kind of bring in something new and do something different with the beat. Um, and like at first, I was like, this feels like Jesus to me for sure, just because it's like kind of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's interesting that second part, he uh is actually sampling a song from 2017 uh, that a recording studio in Berlin put together. And he was like one of the few places people saw him in 2017 was in Berlin. So it's like, interesting. How long has he been working on this this particular song? Huh? How many iterations has this gone through?
1: You know, I. It's interesting. So one one thing to to realize about Chase is that, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Chase, but Jesus is your favorite Kanye West album.
0: Yeah, I think I think looking back, that's definitely my favorite. Where Jesus
1: is my least favorite Kanye West album. Yeah,
0: like, and your favorite is. Uh, the life of pablo yeah it's
1: it's a toss-up between life of pablo and my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy depending on how i how i'm feeling about the day <laughs> but i feel like if you look at this this opening song compared to ultralight beam it's oh, like yeah. a completely different place Ultralight right? beam <laughs> is about like hope and and seeing where you're at in the world and like accepting your place and moving forward with that type of confidence whereas i feel like this song is about this like really dark struggle yeah the beat is sick though it's great <laughs> and what you mentioned is, is is uh is how i felt too when i was the first time i listened through i was like man is he really wasting this right now with just some spoken word shit like what the fuck but then um you know he did some voice modulating things and i mm-hmm. think that again plays into this idea of kanye versus yo like
0: cool thing on the voice modulating things like since i was like probably middle school and i think i've heard like the deepening like you found yeah, out you could a, like it's a sick effect yeah you could like <laughs> you could you could slow down your voice and it makes it deep and like kind of demonic sounding i always thought that was super sick and i was like why do not like if i was a record like a rap artist i'd be doing that shit non-stop like every album would have me with a deeper voice and the only time i'd ever heard it you know since having those thoughts was like tyler the creator on his first like on Yonkers, I was like, All right, yeah, like that shit still sounds cool, like I wasn't wrong, but still haven't heard it and then Kanye brings it out for this and I was like, Man, I knew I knew, like I know there's a deeper reason why I like Kanye. <laughs> I know my shit. <laughs> um
1: so, you know, that, that first track kinda sets the tone for the entire album.
0: Definitely. And uh So like what was interesting that you texted me this morning was like you're like I don't I don't think there was very many I like, I didn't think there was any bangers it was just very very laid back very chill and I was like
1: Now that was off my first that was, <laughs> Chase is giving me this look like the fuck did we just listen to the same the same album <laughs> now that was off my first uh my first listen through today and to be totally fair I was I was preoccupied with other work while I was listening to it the first time so listening to it the second time I I caught a couple other songs that that I guess were a little more like I wouldn't say upbeat, but I would definitely say a different tone, uh, like a a more aggressive, uh, energetic, more aggressive, energetic tone. But when I think of bangers, like to me, it's it's really hard not to compare it to some of the other tracks that he's put out. Right. I'm not even talking like I'm not even comparing it to something that other artists are coming out. I'm just looking at you know, songs that he's put out, like fucking Power mm-hmm. or Monster, right? Like those those two songs to me are like top 10 bangers of all time. And... I, know, agree. and I agree, I and, agree. And this this album doesn't... it, But I it doesn't have songs like that. It doesn't have songs that you can... They're just going to like jam the radio yeah. nonstop. But I think that's on purpose. I think it's okay. Like he's, he wasn't <laughs> trying to make Damn. You know what I mean? he yeah. was, He was trying to make whatever this like tortured fucking album uh, yeah is, i feel know? like i
0: feel like he was just trying to make uh something to get out what he's been feeling the last two years like he's you know like an art like artist. they have to express themselves or else they just implode type of deal mm-hmm. um but yeah like I, I guess it's not a banger per se it's not like a god's plan or or like uh dna or right. or anything like that but it's 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 kind of like in the same light as like famous from the life of Pablo where it's like, whoa, like he's going to just kick off the song by saying, you know, I made Taylor Swift famous like <clears throat> it's like cringeworthy lyrics, maybe uh, stuff that you wouldn't like hear on the radio. But like if you're at a club or if you're in your car with a group of friends or at a house party, like that's that's like the type of joint like you're going to just like everybody's going to be singing along to. And I think that's what we get with like yikes, the very next track on the album. Like it just like it has a very simple like starting starting point. Like uh shit can get frightening, menacing, find help. <laughs> like it's just like super easy to repeat, which is the like if you take it back to, to something like uh Drake's like running through the six with my woes, like the only reason that's a banger is because it's simple enough that everybody in the house can repeat it and yell it at the top of the lungs
2: shit could get menacing frightening find help sometimes i scare myself myself shit could get menacing frightening find help sometimes i scare myself myself tweaking tweaking off that two cb house is he gonna make it t b d huh thought I was gonna run d m c huh I didn't died and lived again on d m t huh see this is the type of how that won't come down. This is the type of how to get you gunned down easy easy trolling o d ha. Huh? turn t m c to smack d v d
0: ha huh? it's it's similar to Drake's uh know yourself whereas like the lines are real simple um it's very and repeatable e- and very repeatable. So it makes a, it makes it play well in a room full of like friends. Like you can just like scream it at the top of your lungs. Um the other cool thing, and let me get my notes pulled back up. Get them
1: notes going, Bud. You hear guys? We do we do we Chase we. does preparation for this preparation this H. Preparation H for this episode.
0: Yeah. Uh so listening to it, now I've probably been been back to the song four or five times and it's real reminiscent of wolves from the life of Pablo. In that he's gonna finally fix it. <laughs> Maybe, no, no. I feel I feel like uh, the the tempo. It feel it. It's like kind of the same like uh, atmospheric vibe. Mm-hmm. Same same thing as like uh, FML. Like mm-hmm. it's just real dark and brooding.
1: It has a lot of reverb like the actual the the production of it it has
0: has that same sound to yeah. it yeah uh, yeah that's what i'm getting at whereas this one kind of feels like there's a moment where like the beat finally hits and it's like uh it just feels like more like a banger whereas wolves and fnl is just kind of like sad music it stays music. down yeah it, it stays <laughs> down that's
1: actually a good point you know one thing i've i've noticed and i think a lot of people have noticed kanye has been doing for the past uh, probably around 10 years is this idea that the first half of a song doesn't have to be what the back half of the song is
0: yeah for sure and And you see that throughout
1: this entire album the entire album is kind of like that but not so actually one of the things i don't like about yeezus is that he takes that idea to like an extreme hell yeah most of the songs (laughs) on yeezus are actually like two or three different songs it feels like that he's somehow you know spliced together which is both technically incredible and is part of what makes him a genius, but also for me as a listener, made it really challenging to to dive into a lot of those tracks. I mean, there's some like parts to things like Yeezus, like Blood on the Leaves, the bump 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 bump. That is one of the sickest fucking beats I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life, and he buries it inside of Blood on the Leaves, and it never gets any play. Like no one, unless you know it, you never fucking listen to it. Um, I love it right it's, <laughs> it's incredible it's, fant- it's fantastic I, but
0: I, th- I think yeah a lot of people have that that chief complaint about Jesus. whereas like they turn it on they like everybody starts with track one and they hear on site and they're like oh right this is an assault on my ears <laughs> whereas whereas i turned on on site and first time through i remember i was just like holy shit he unlocked the code <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't mix this many th- like sounds and beats together and it works i
1: mean that that could be its own that could be its entirely its own uh its own episode of this but but for now to to kind of like bring it back together this idea that uh kanye's actual structuring of his songs is very progressive um in that he doesn't feel the need to really have anything more than the barest thread that connects each different portion of his songs um but he's still able to take that progressive structure and turn it into something like that, that you could sing along to like yikes. Right. Yeah. Um, And that's one of the things that's, that differentiates a song like this, even though the theme is the same to something like FML is that FML like degenerates into this, like, strange hellscape of music because the sample that he uses like turns it into this like everything's kind of off nothing is nothing is on pitch everything is kind of like very strange layered and it kind of hurts to listen to the last (laughs) 20 seconds of fml whereas you know yeah yikes and the rest of yay Keeps a very, very, very polished approach to that. Yeah, for sure. It it ends like
0: very abruptly. Mm -hmm. Yikes, does. Um, The the other thing that's important about Yikes before we move on to any of the other tracks is, uh, you know, if you follow Kanye on Twitter, which I think almost everybody does, whether they want to or not, you fucking should. um, It's great. He's been saying some mad controversial stuff, you know, the MAGA hat, uh, Donald Trump support, uh, racism wasn't a thing. Uh, slavery wasn't a thing all that type of shit um and it's been very hard to kind of stay on the bandwagon which is which is par for the course for being a Kanye West fan it's like 95% of your job is defending to other people why you like Kanye and 5% of your job is enjoying the album that gets put out (laughs) every four years yeah so yeah like one of the big things that people wanted from this album was an explanation like Yo, tell me why you thinking the way you're thinking, Kanye. You crazy. And <clears throat> I I know from past experience that that's not what yeah, we're going to get. You're, you're getting your <laughs> you're getting hopes up if you're trying to expect we're, that. We're just getting honey Uh <laughs> And Pusha T even took to the radio show like the morning before this. Maybe it was like Wednesday morning. And he was like, guys, I swear everything's going to be answered. And I was like, bullshit. Fucking liar. Blocked and reported. Um, <laughs> but yikes is like the closest we get to that like he kind of addresses uh people praying for him in the rap community uh namely russell simmons he's like you know he's sending up prayers blah 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 and then he like instantly like flips that and he's like yeah but russell simmons is on that me too movement can you imagine if that was me too like he basically calls him out because someone said that yo russell simmons like I don't know, did some sexual assault stuff to him, which he's in the news for. Mm -hmm. Um, He also touches on his opioid and medication addiction um, and then also ties it back to Prince and MJ, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, passing away from accidental drug overdoses. And he says that's the reason that he got off of all the stuff that he was on for uh, the depression and whatever, suicidal thoughts. Um, I just thought that was, thought that was interesting. It's like, Okay, those are kind of answers and that's probably the closest we're going to get. Um, I don't know. I I think it's stuff that you probably don't pick up on on the first listen through. I don't know if that's what you got, but uh you know, I it's I I remember um
1: I remember those references, specifically the the Run DMC reference. Um I remember him talking about his drug use. I am not as familiar with his general story and history as you are. So that to me is one of the most interesting things about hearing your perspective about these, these songs is that just off the top of your head, you're able to pick up these connections to, What's going on in his real life? What's going on politically for him? What has he been talking about over the past like couple years? Whereas for me, I'm like, oh, sick. The life of Pablo was really good, but it was a while ago. Let's have another album, yay. Like, <laughs> so, so I I really like I really like hearing hearing you putting those like, connecting those dots because for me, I don't necessarily connect those dots the same way you do. Um, but I've got to say. I think the next track might be my favorite track on the album.
0: Are you serious? Yeah, all mine, all mine.
2: Yeah, you so my model day, dented ass busting out the bottom. I'ma lose my I'm mind in it. Crazy, I'ma do I'm a obligado. Get the rubbin' on my lap. Get the chini on the back. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Pussy girl, gon' go back yeah, it up yeah. Pipe up, I'm going to pipe oh, yeah. up Make your mind, I done fell in love Juicy thing, make that pussy sing. One more time, baby do it big Make it cry, come boohoo this shit Yeah, you soup, I'm out of Man that ass bustin' out the bottom I'ma lose my mind in it if I pull up with a Kerry Washington That's gonna be an enormous scandal I could have Naomi Campbell Still might want me a Stormy Daniels Sometimes you gotta bag the boss up I call that ticket Cory Gambles Find yourself up in the food court You might have to enjoy your sample
0: Damn, that's uh I like that one, but it's definitely On the lower half for Madula me Oblongata, man, come on, it's fantastic
1: That alone, that alone Makes it makes it for me like one of the top tracks on the album
0: yo like uh tell tell me more tell me more
1: (laughs) it has the uh so first of all um it has that same voice throughout the entire album on the entire that's song it's funny because
0: future's not on it
1: future's not on it that's, that's right. Sad. i had to look it up i was like i was like oh fuck did you bring did you bring future onto this onto this track and it's like nope it's just i don't even, <laughs> i don't know who it is i, I
0: there's Ty dollar sign and then there's uh valley i don't know if i'm saying it right yeah. but he's he's used uh, that person before um but yeah definitely sounds like future or young thug
1: I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This is incredible. Like, I never thought that I would hear this voice in a song and be interested in it. And I think just the structure of that song, um, kind of like, it's this, it, it it feels like this playful back and forth between that high pitched, uh, It I guess it would be. It kind of it would kind of be the chorus or the hook of the song, right? It's just it, that's the repetitive portion yeah, yeah, of the yeah. song. Um, the high pitch, the like chorus or the hook that that keeps going back and forth, and then him responding. It's almost like he's conversing with it as opposed to moving the song along with it um, at the same pace. It's he's almost like talking back to that that voice, and yeah. to me that sounds really interesting because you know audially there's like this playfulness between you know, the high pitch and the low
0: pitch. Um, and and that made the song, to me, just like the most interesting song on the album. Yo, so I, I think you're like completely right on what you're picking up on as if it feels like he's talking back to that that hook or whatever, you or the chorus. Um, because I think this, this song's like very much an argument about what's going on inside his head versus like, oh, I'm married and I have kids now but I still like want to have Naomi Campbell and I still <laughs> yeah, want right. to so have like stormy Daniels. Like he's trying to do the right thing, but he's right. like on this song, it's very much. He's just like that, that other portion of his life doesn't exist. There is no Kim. There is no marriage. Like he's just talking about like, he's like this is what I want to do. It's like what could have been almost. He's like, I'm the guy that, that, that got busted at the airport for having porn in his backpack. Like it's still that Kanye. Um, so whereas all the other songs, it feels like that bipolarness is packaged up in like, you know, you see both sides of uh, of his mentality on the one song. This one feels like it's all one way. And then it's immediately followed up by uh, Wouldn't Leave, which is a song all about Kim and about uh, monogamy and doing the right thing. Right. So like right in the middle of the album, you have two songs that kind of show his the dichotomy of what's going on in his head at all times um but if you have more to say about <laughs> I, I don't mind i don't have any more to say about all mine. I, it's a was, sick tie dollar sign feature i like. thought it
1: was great i thought it 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 flowed really well i felt like it was it was a highlight of the album for me it's kind of a standout for me um until you get kind of into the 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 latter parts of the album kind of like the back few songs all mm-hmm. have pretty solid solid uh standout moments but uh, all Mine to me was like really just stood out uh, because of its structure and, and also just I felt like it was the most interesting listen.
0: You know, like Ty Dolla Sign deserves an award for being the artist most persistently featured on dope Kanye songs, but not able to like put it together as a solo artist. For his,
1: on his own stuff? <laughs> like <laughs> yo, I can't tell al- you a single song that he's done on his own. His songs
0: are like, his albums have been pretty good. Is he the good. chop
1: it up, rack it up, no pipe it up guy? No. No? Once again, this is why it's good to have Chase here because I don't know anything about these. Is that 21 Savage? No. Is that It's a Knife? No.
0: (laughs) Are those the same people? Those are the same people. (laughs) God bless. Um, Yeah, so moving into (laughs) Wouldn't Leave. (laughs) Wouldn't Leave, which was super sick to watch on the live stream.
2: I don't feel that she's mighty enough. God, I feel I couldn't help you, why up, With a fly in my ribs, you made pretty woman out of my skin. And I don't feel like. Man, I know you ain't not lose. They said, build your own, I said, half sway. I said, slavery a choice, they said, hi, yay. Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day. I'm more fifty blogs, getting fifty calls. My wife calling, screaming, say we about to lose it all. Had to calm her down, cause she couldn't breathe. Told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't leave.
0: I I don't. It was mixed the same. It's the same exact thing that we're hearing right now, but. Uh, just kind of seeing everybody interact with it and like it kind of sounded at the beginning it was a little muddled so i didn't know what's going on and it got clear towards the end and then he's like he's like dancing or talking to kim or something during it and i was like oh wow like this is a really loving song but now playing it back on the album like skip
1: (laughs) (laughs) it has the same it has the same vibe for me um it didn't stand out in any particular sense. Uh, it was it was a, it's a good song, and that was one of the things that like I kept telling you, like every time every time we talked about this before we started recording, I was like, yeah, it's a it's a good album, it's a good album, and it's just like it, it, I feel like that's the majority of these songs. That's that's probably saying something that the majority of these songs are just they're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not like in my opinion, they're not like upper echelon Kanye songs. Yeah, you don't
0: rank them up there with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy right. at all.
1: Um, but I think I think that there's there's like something to be said about the fact that even I guess the lower end of the spectrum on this album, or like the filler songs on this album, even though it's only seven tracks long, I mean it's still still pretty listenable. I mean it's it's a it's a solid song. I don't know I don't know what playlist it'll make its way onto for me if there's even any sort of regular rotation in there. Um, but but yeah, that's that's how I feel about that. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't Leave, for me, would have been so much better served if it was something like Bound 2. Like, imagine if Bound 2 wasn't put on Jesus and instead made its way onto this instead of Wouldn't Leave. It would.
1: That's actually an interesting point, because be like Bound raise, 2 would fit on this really fucking well. Yeah,
0: for sure. And it would raise the whole album. Like, it'd be like, oh, there are no downs. That's right. At least for me, because everything else is uh, on par for being dope. But uh okay, so no mistakes is the next next one. Oh, I got dirt on my name, I got white
2: on my beard, I had dead on my books, it's been a shaky as year. Let me make this clear. So all y'all see, I don't take advice from people less successful than me. Huh? Ain't no love lost, but the gloves off, and we have been as bitch until they turn the club off. Had to tell the dogs, turn the snubs off. Plus they are already mad that the Cubs lost Believe it or not These two wrongs are right you Believe it or not I was too grown in high school Believe it or not The true soul I ice cube Too close to snipe you Truth told I like you Too bold to type you Too rich to fight you Calm down you light nice skin I
0: still love you how do you how do you feel about this one
1: um so okay so no mistakes the, the the last three tracks on the album no mistakes ghost town violent crimes i feel like they're they're connected i feel like this back half of this album it like needs to be these three songs and it needs to be in this order otherwise it, it almost doesn't doesn't fit it doesn't make sense with how the the album has been going mm. um I, I mean you told me you're like oh man this song's like such a banger i fucking love this song and i thought it was good i thought it was i thought it was good i thought it was a really good song it's definitely it's definitely better <laughs> than wouldn't leave but y- yo know, you tell me like you seemed you seemed really amped up about about this this track
0: so no mistakes just kicks off with uh the audio sample of slick rick saying believe it or not which is like it immediately kind of gets your attention and you're like what's going on here? And then it sounds like it transitions into like an old school sample from something. But, and like, I thought it was, I was like, maybe I'm just, maybe I don't recognize this, but it's actually like all original from uh, Charlie Wilson and Kid Cudi. Really? Which like you mix those two together. And like, that's like (laughs) at least 70% of what made my beautiful dark twisted fantasies, like choruses and vocals. So dope is that combination of those two. Like they just crush it. Anytime they're together. like Wow. Like, I didn't
1: realize that about this song.
0: Like, yay must have been like, yo, Charlie Wilson's voice is dope. Kid Cudi got the moans. Like, let's put them <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a sense. good equation. Um, And, and maybe, maybe I'm a little bit like, um, biased because I, I watched the live stream and I saw the reaction of the people in the crowd and like, people
1: lost their shit, huh?
0: Yeah. It was just like, everybody just had like this bounce during that part where it's like make no mistakes i still like it's like words that you shouldn't like be like super pumped about like i mean i guess it's fine like i wouldn't normally get excited about it but something about like the beat and like the vibe and like it was just on and then like you actually get some decent lyrics and like wordplay from kanye like throughout the song too
1: yeah that it is um i guess i guess you're right it's 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 definitely better than good
0: (laughs) this is It, it feels very like all the people uh, that were commenting on like the life of Pablo and they're like, man, I miss the old Kanye, like late registration, college dropout, like, yo, like this is it. This, this is, is what yeah. it looks like in 2018.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I guess I never really thought of the similarities that that track would have to, um, to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But now that you're mentioning it, I mean, it is, it is, I didn't, I never even thought to think who's, who's putting this, this production together. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you're you're blowing my mind here, Chase. You're, putting, you're <laughs> connecting some dots. You're connecting some yeah, dots I for mean, me.
0: It's it's definitely not like the the chipmunk rap that you know, that's from the college dropout late registration era where it's like an old school sample sped up. Um but it feels it feels like it would fit in on one of those albums. And it, it's just it's just sick. I feel like he's talking like to his fan base. Like that's what the like the chorus is about. Like I still love you. Like <laughs> like here you go. Like you said you wanted this, like I said I hated that old Kanye, but I'm gonna do this for you guys, even though it hurts my soul.
1: You might as well <laughs> call it you're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so the next song is definitely like the song of the album. Like if he would have just packaged this song up and said that's the album, I've been like, All right, cool. We're cool, yay. So, and I and I hope it's some type of indication of what, what we'll get next week with the Kid Cudi and Kanye West's collab album Kid Seek Ghost but uh, this one's Called Ghost Town and it features um, Kid Cudi mm-hmm. Obviously Kanye and Then an artist called 070 Shake I don't know how You say it 070 Shake It's an artist that's been sitting On Good Good Music's record label For like two years mm-hmm. um, I, think, I think She has one solo project out there mm-hmm. And it's kind of meh Um But damn, like super awesome use of her here. And like this song is just basically like a Kid Cudi and that chick like song. Like there's very little Kanye on it, but it still is like for me, the song of the album.
2: I've been trying to make you love me. But everything I try, just takes you further from me. Someday we gon' set it off. Someday we gon' get this off. Baby, don't you bet it all. On a path of fetal all you might think they wrote you off. They gon' have to roll me off. Someday the trauma will be gone in your face Once again I am a child I let go of everything that I know Yeah Of everything that I know Yeah And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of free Still the kids we used to be. Yeah, yeah. I put my hand on a stove to see if I still bleed. Yeah. And nothing hurts anymore. I feel kind of free.
1: One of the things that struck me about this song was it almost didn't feel like a rap song it feels like it feels like a mix between like pop and God. like the way okay so the way like uh ultralight beam it doesn't feel like a rap song mm-hmm. ghost town doesn't feel like a rap song it doesn't feel like what you what you think of when you think of like a hip-hop or, or rap a rap song to me to me it felt like this like well-constructed well-structured like poppy song and it, it i liked it a lot yeah uh and if i think it fits really well but the it definitely stu- struck a different chord than the other songs on the album because it didn't it just didn't feel like it had i guess maybe it was because there wasn't a lot of yay on it
0: Mm-hmm. like we get we get a solid verse in the middle but that's it and it's kind of sandwiched between um some some vocals from uh i think no it wasn't it was a different person it was someone called trade martin uh and and Ty dollar sign is either tie dollar sign a party next door for this first part uh where it's like the someday someday and then like talk and like it sounds like he's saying sunday and whatever um it's it's that sounds like such a different song than the back half of the song mm-hmm. that whenever the track list came out, I was looking for a song called Someday or Sunday. <laughs> I was like, that definitely exists. I heard that on the stream, I know that exists, where's it at?
1: You're like, Where's the where's the other two out al- where are the other two songs on this album? I don't know where they went.
0: Yeah, then I put on Ghost Town, I was like, Oh, where's that one dope ass like <laughs> like outro chorus part with uh the zero seventy shake person? Um, and it's at the back half. Um But yeah, this is that that song's just going to be i think if there's a song on the album that makes it to radio it'll be this song and like that chorus the outro chorus where it's um i i feel feel kind of free i put my hand on the stove to see if i could bleed like that's that's going to be like just an anthem that people will scream at the concerts on the radio at the pool at the house party like when it gets played like people like if they listen to it They'll dig it, yeah. for sure.
1: You know, I don't know if any of the songs on this album strike me as anthemic. Um in the way in the sense that like Like power? Like power, it just sounds big. Huge. Uh, it's like a wall of fucking Kanye aggression. <laughs> um and Blood even on the even yeah, Blood on the Leaves. Even on um The Life of Pablo, there was a couple tracks that that had that like famous Father stretch my hands. Father Stretch My Hands. I mean like it it just like the like the moment the beat kicks in, you're like, I've gotta move. I've gotta <laughs> fucking move. This thing is this thing is moving me. Like there's nothing I can do. Um and I felt like that that type of like huge mountain of aggression or mountain of energy wasn't present in any of the songs on the album. But it's it's interesting that you know i i find the song to be a little more poppy you you say that this is the song that would get radio play if it does get radio play i think those that we agree there i think if there's any one or two songs that make it sort of like past this album you know all all of kanye's albums have like one or two songs that kind of transcend that album and sort of like define that part of his life or mm-hmm. move on in his catalog as like you know top songs yeah I mean you don't you don't think so but I would say I would say this or all mine would be would be those yo and those it's, two songs. it's entirely
0: possible like all mine grows on me it's that's the kind of cool thing about all of his albums or any even like sure any artist I really like their albums grow and they change like which stuff stands out at that moment in your life um but yeah definitely I feel like the best way I can describe ghost town is like that's the that's the show if he was playing Coachella or Bonnaroo right. or any 100%, of these big
1: festivals. A hundred percent, you're right. That's
0: what you close out with. That's a good point. Fuck sure.
1: That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's that. You're right. That's got some. That's got like you just imagine seventy thousand people singing along with that. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and I I thought like the first listen through, I thought that this was the last song, and I was like, damn, like feels like there needs to be like one more thing or something. Like I feel like he didn't touch on a couple things and then he has violent crimes which is all about the 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 life changes that he's went through by having now two daughters Mm -hmm. um and i like kind of it's like an emotional song for sure like i have no at the moment i don't have aspirations about having a daughter or a child for that matter but like this one makes it seem like like kind of dope
2: don't you go up in a hurry Your mama be worried, all. It was all part of the story. Even the scary nights. Thank you for all of the glory. You will be remembered, all. Thank you to all of the heroes of the night. They gotta repeat the colors. The lie is wearing off. Reality is upon us. Colors dripping dripping off. Niggas are savage. Niggas is monsters, niggas is pimps, niggas is players, to niggas had daughters. Now they precautious, father forgive me. I'm scared of the karma, cause now I see women as something to nurture, not something to conquer. I hope she like Nikki, I make her a monster. Now having menages. I'm just being silly, I answer the door like what's Smith and Martin. Nigga do we have a problem? How affect fact Marlin.
1: Like I said, I felt like the back half of the album the order it's in and the three songs that are included in it, they need to be those songs in that order. And I think that's, that's interesting to see where this hell. Yeah. I think it's interesting to see where the album starts. It's very bleak, but it's, it's brutally honest Mm -hmm. about his, his like almost, like self-destructive relationship with himself. Yeah. And how this different part of him could almost be a different person. Whereas in violent crimes, it is a separate person he's talking to. It's like he's almost like he's like talking to his kids. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite feeling. It's it's the it's the feeling not of like giving into or considering this like dark option it's like this the exact opposite it's this opposite feeling of like live on like do this we're cool this is going to be awesome Mm -hmm. like be this thing and for me the like the kind of cherry on top is just like two lines from Nicki Minaj at the very end (laughs) of the song where it sounds like she just like left a voice note on his phone or something yeah and she's like I don't know how you're going to use this but it's cool and she has like that one basic one little line of like you know be like Nikki, just be a bad bitch. Like, okay, that's cool. Uh,
0: Yeah. I I think that, I think that's something that, that I, that I agree with that you pointed out is like this, this whole album has its own arc, which is like what most like rappers that actually do art, you know, try to do like, sure. That's what Kendrick does. Uh, Drake does it to some extent. Um, Yada, yada. Um, It starts out very dark, like self uh, self loathing, uh then you have like medication pain pill whatever trying to self-soothe or whatever um then you have like infidelity and then he has like the argument with himself that no like you're like married now and like she's been with you and been through all the hard times and then you have that like switch the last three songs that you're talking about um and there's actually a line in uh in no mistakes where i feel like that that's like just basically foreshadowed like he's saying let me let me double check. Yo, like, whoa. <laughs> this is I'm quoting directly. Please do. Whoa, for all my dogs that stayed down, we up again. Like, I feel like he's talking to everybody that's like been on board since since college dropout before he was signed to like Rockefeller, before he knew Jay. Like all those people that were like doubting him, or like was like, yo, the ship's sinking. He's like saying to all those folks that stayed on, like, hey, I'm in a good space again. Like I figured out what I'm supposed to do, and I figured out the right path, and like I'm gonna give you this, and then that's why we have Ghost Town and then violent crimes, uh, yeah, and and it definitely like just gets more hopeful, and then it's like next generation, right? He's talking to to his daughters. He's like, don't grow up in a hurry. Uh, I hope that you know if if you if you're if you're my daughter, I hope you're like Nikki. I'm gonna make you a monster, and. It's it's just super sick, like to see his like whole perspective change and kind of know where he's at right now.
1: Yeah, it's uh it is a very it's a very hopeful positive ending to an album that could have very easily been super fucking
0: downer. Just ends with him just
1: <laughs> blowing his brains out or something. <laughs> I don't know. But the recorder's still spinning. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah, and that <laughs> the voicemail from Nikki. Like that's super sick. That's 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 that great. It's the one like gimmick that's in the album and that's what it ends on. Like, who better?
1: yeah it's uh overall, um I, I agree I think I think I think this that song sets the tone leaving uh, leaving this album, you know, if you look at, again, I'll compare it to life of Pablo because that was the one that I just listened to the most previously the the song that that wraps up life of Pablo Saint Pablo is not a fucking happy song. No
0: he's in a bad place. he's in a
1: very bad place during that
0: song. Honestly, I think I think it'd be interesting to like I don't know, you have free time at home. <laughs> I'll Thanks, pro- dude. <laughs> I'll probably be doing it. Um, just putting on the life of Pablo from front to back and having it segue directly, directly into this in. one.
1: I agree. I think I think they are much closer related than than 2 years difference shows. Yeah. Right? I think not that there's a stagnation in in Kanye's art, but more that he was able to keep this through line. Like thematically, they feel very different because of what is actually included on the albums. But the, the connection between the two is very, very, it's there. And I think the connection is St. Pablo, right? I think what that song puts into the life of Pablo is, is the understanding that something very wrong is present. Yeah. And Kanye doesn't know how to handle it. He doesn't know how to deal with it. And I think this album is, in a way, his sort of like two year self therapy <laughs> of dealing with this thing and trying to come to terms with what the fuck is going on with him. Yeah. Um, overall, I love the fact that these al- the that this and I'm assuming the rest of the albums that are coming out ne- this month, uh, yeah, are they're all, all seven tracks.
0: They're all seven tracks. And and I don't know I about Nasa's. Um, yeah. But pushes very concise twenty two minutes. This comes in at twenty four, and I would probably guess that Kid Cee goes. It's going to be seven tracks as well. It'll probably be like twenty minutes, and that's that's awesome. in th- In today's
1: music world, oh my god, having a seventy minute album is like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, how am I even going to uh, absorb this? It takes it'll take a week.
0: Well, it even more so. It like it shows that he's not trying to uh, like bullshit the system. Like Migos, they put out an album that's. It was like 28 tracks and 29 songs long.
1: <laughs> and None of them were good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Beca- because on on the billboard, like you can cheat the system and every every 10 songs that someone streams from an album counts as one whole album play. Get so out of here. Seriously. If you, if you listen to I the entire culture, too, that counts as almost three three playthroughs. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's terrible. Just make something dope and I'll play it over and over. Yeah.
1: And that's exactly what what he's doing. And, and, you know, I have a lot of respect for someone who can distill their art into, like, the concentrated, rip-your-face-off goodness that you want out of it. Right, so one of the most like frustrating things is getting an album, and then the first like three times you listen to it, you're basically just checking off the songs you'll never listen to again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, fuck it, I never want to listen to this again. (laughs) You just like you just like check them off, like mentally or actually have a checklist, like I'll just never listen to this again. (laughs) But even even the low points of this album, it's like I'm sure there's there's somewhere that those songs will make it onto playlists for me. Mm. Just like the same way I found with uh, like all of his previous, like the past like four albums that he's done, basically everything since 808, so the past five albums he's done. Every single one of them, I feel like all the tracks could sit somewhere on a playlist and get some rotation in like my weekly listening. Mm. And I think that it's a sign of his maturity as an artist as well as his understanding of how people consume the media that he's like you know guys i'm not going to give you 14 tracks and half of them are skits or half of them are bullshit like i'm going to give you 7 tracks and 5 of them are going to be awesome and 2 of them are going to be good yeah what like what else could you ask for like as <laughs> as a fan of music especially the way that he's releasing it like he's had his hand in these 5 albums coming out over the course of 5 weeks He doesn't want to just bog everyone down with like, here's a here's a 20 track album. Like he wants you to be like, oh, that was sick. And then six days later, like, oh, man, I can't wait until the next one comes out.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: It's it's really, really fascinating. And I think being able to like, you know, a month from now, pick this up, look at all five of these albums back to back to back to back to back, Mm -hmm. see his fingerprint on every single one of them and see why. You know, it came out the way it did, and what the structure means in general is, is going to be really fascinating because you know for a fact that this shit is not accidental. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't just accidentally. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a reason the Push album came out, why the Drake beef's going on right now. Right. There's a reason why this album came out now and not before K- the Kid Cudi one. Like, yeah. There's some overarching thing.
1: And if Ghost Town is any uh, indication of what we're going to be getting on that Kid Cudi album i'm really pumped fuck me up fam <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i guess closing thoughts chase on kanye west's new album yay
0: um, yeah i'm hyped uh this is like honestly since since uh i would say use this uh it's like the first out al- well i guess it's only been one album but like use this first time through i felt very strongly that i like this album uh same way with this one first time listening to it, i was like Yep, I'm a fan. Let's do it. Do more of this. Um so I'm I'm excited to see how that evolves. Um
1: Where would you slot this in in his discography?
0: Uh currently I'd put this so at the top is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, then you have Jesus, Life of Pablo, and then I would put this. Okay. And then we graduation. That's
1: really good. I mean that's a that's a it's weird to say like, oh, it's like his fourth best album, but like We've had it for a day, mm. less than a day. we listened to it only a few times. And the three albums above it are like modern masterpieces. Yeah, for sure. Except for Yeezus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Yeezus is trash. Yeah, Changed I, my mind. I, uh, <laughs> like unpopular editions, uh, unpopular opinions, Kanye edition. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I would agree with you. I think I would put it above Yeezus. I would put Yeezus fourth. Um I would I would basically switch out Yeezus to fourth and then keep your order the same, right? My nice. beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And then I would, I would put um, uh, Life of Pablo, T Lop, T Lop, and, uh, and then this. And then um, maybe 808s above Yeezus, maybe. But that's just because something about 808s. To me, I felt like, oh, this is totally an aside. But I felt like he perfected the 808s feeling with Runaway. Like he never had to do, like <laughs> it, all of 808s was basically a warm up to him making Runaway. And then once he made Runaway, he was like, all right, guys, I don't ever have to feel this again. <laughs> just kind of like moved on from that that entire experience. But, Damn, that's a good point. Right? It's like the entire thing was kind of just a dry run it'll for him be, to perfect that shit. It'll be
0: interesting to see how like uh, the, the rap community, the hip hop community, like takes in yay because i feel like at, at first it might get the same like reception as 808s and heartbreak and it's coming from a very similar place when 808s came out it was like yo Ye's lost his mind like what is this and i feel like this is like "Ye's lost his mind then the album came out and now they're like you're just left to like kind of digest it mm-hmm. so it's gonna be it'll be interesting a lot of things that i saw on like the hip-hop heads reddit already was just like yo like he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> like That's bullshit. People hating on That's it.
1: That's clearly fucking false. Now, I also liked uh, if you like not looking at this album in a vacuum, Um, he released what, like three songs before the album came out?
0: Yeah, poopity scoop.
1: Poopity scoopity whoop, which didn't even, the, the beat, which was incredible, didn't even make it onto yeah, the album. Yeah, it's
0: terrifying to the, know the that he just has those types of beats laying around. That's my
1: point. He just has this like incredible untouchably fucking banger ass beat that could have be on any like top of the billboard charts album by any rapper. And he just uses it to go scoopity, whoopity poop, (laughs) poop, scoop, scoopity, whoopity. And he's like, I don't give a shit anymore, guys. Check it out. Um, so yeah, I felt like those three, those songs other than the beat on that song weren't good. I didn't, I didn't particularly like any of those, those tracks.
0: Yeah. I didn't like yay versus the people, uh, Lift yourself was funny. That's the poopy scoop song. Yeah, and uh, like, what, what was the third one? I don't know, blur or something. No, not. Blur. I don't. I don't remember what it was. There was a third one.
1: There was a third one where he right?
0: was like featured with a couple people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, whatever. It's Travis Scott and Lil Uzi.
1: There you go. Yeah, I didn't think it was very good, um, but this album is like nothing like any of those songs in fact when i was first listening to this album on spotify spotify has this feature which i've since turned off where it plays like a similar song after you're done with your album or playlist or whatever the first song that came out was yay versus the people and i was like what he included this on this album and i was like because it sounds it doesn't sound like it belongs it sounds like it came from a completely different place which it did it came from it came from kanye west roiling up twitter for the release of his new album that's so uh yeah. Uh, overall, I'd say I'd say it's very good. It's definitely worth more listens, and it's a it's very edible. It's very very quick. Yes. You know, like on a normal commute, you can get through the entire fucking album. Uh, so I, I strongly suggest uh, I strongly suggest people stream it, check it out, listen to it a couple more times because it's it's got a lot of gems in there. It's it's gonna I think there's gonna be some tracks on here that really push through. You yeah. know, going into the future. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the very first episode of Chase and Armin's Music Hour, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got a name
1: Um, pending. Armin and Chase's Music Hour. Music Chase Armin Hour. America's Top 40 with Armin and Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Our Armin Music Chase. Uh, Something like that. Getting worse and worse. You can find
0: Chase. Where where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Chase504 on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. that's really the only way I'm going to be found.
1: Fantastic. And uh, <laughs> you can find me at Hammer TV on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you so much, folks, for listening. If you have any uh, suggestions or questions or anything like that, just feel free to reach out to either Name of us. Name
0: recommendations Dude, for the show.
1: We love me some memes. So uh, <laughs> hit, us, hit us up on, on our social media and let us know. Uh, we're probably going to be on a kick just listening to these these albums
0: over the next few weeks yeah, yeah. at the
1: very least for the next two weeks because i think doing the kid Cudi one and the nas one uh back to back is is going to be pretty fucking sick
0: yeah and uh we can't forget that there's a big drake album coming out at, at the end that's right that's and, right it's yeah. gonna be awesome
1: uh thank you so much folks and we'll catch you next week later